Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. If you don't know SiriusXM, then listen up. Commercial-free music plus sports, comedy, talk, and news. They have it all. And right now, you can get your first three months of SiriusXM outside the car for just $1. Go to SiriusXM.com busted to see offer details and to subscribe. Offer available to new SiriusXM streaming subscribers. SiriusXM, no car required. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome in pro wrestling fans to the debut Saturday edition of Busted Open Radio. I am your weekend host, Ryan McKinnell. And boy, do we have a stacked show coming up for you today on the podcast. Obviously, listen, WWE SmackDown debuts on Fox. What does it mean? What does it mean going forward for the entire WWE roster? What did we think about Dwayne The Rock Johnson kicking off the show, putting over Becky Lynch? What did we think about Kate Velasquez? showing up in WWE so much to get to Mark Henry brother I know I'm not the only one who is excited here I am super excited Ryan I'm looking forward to hearing the responses from the fans about what happened with Becky Lynch and The Rock what happened with Cain Velasquez showing up with Rey Mysterio to give Brock Lesnar exactly what he deserved a whooping And most importantly, did Kofi Kingston get screwed? All that and more here on the weekend edition of the Busted Open Podcast. Keep it locked. Oh, my gosh, man. Last night was the culminating event to probably the best week that I've had in wrestling since the debut of the Hall of Pain. I can see that. It's taken this long for me to have the big show feel of a pay-per-view, of a TV show, of just the whole entire week, actually. I mean, Wednesday, it's it's special. This was a special, special weekend for every fan that that doesn't have a voice. Today, I'm the voice of the fan. No, I like it. We had a spectacular week. And last night was the whipped cream, the cherry, (laughs) the sprinkle of the nuts, the chocolate sauce, strawberry sauce, (laughs) a little little caramel. Stop doing the food stuff, man. You know know what happens when we bring food stuff to this show. (laughs) Did did I bring it to food too soon? Is it too soon? You already showed me pictures of lasagna. I went to dessert. Before the the show starts, you showed me pictures (laughs) of lasagna. Now you're hitting me with whipped cream and sprinkles. Mark, you know I'm a fat guy. Like, this is is cruel and unusual punishment. Also, we're on the West Coast, so it's 6 o'clock in the morning. All I got is a bag of apples and a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, and you're sitting here talking about sprinkles and whipped. Come on, man. You're killing me. Uh, Listen, Uber (laughs) Eats, baby. Commercial right now. I got, I got him dialed up. I got Listen, him dialed up. Right, you can dial it up, baby. You can get whatever you want. All right, man. Listen, let's uh, let's put a let's put a, let's put a plug on the food talk and let's get to because I know. Listen, it, it was a historic week, it, no question about it. From the debut of AEW to the great matches we saw on NXT, but 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 really the main takeaway and what we're going to be talking about heavily today because I know a lot of you have chimed in and had your thoughts on the historic week. But what what the bookend, what the what the what the finale of this week was was really a celebration of pro wrestling, right? I know it was the 20th anniversary yeah. of. SmackDown, but I mean, we'll get to The Rock. We'll get to you know him putting Becky Lynch over. We will talk about Kane Velasquez debuting, and is that deal done? Because there is still word out there, right, that he hasn't signed officially with the WWE, which I think is a really interesting wrinkle in this whole thing. But we have to lead, uh, no question, Mark Henry, and you were there. Listen, not only were you were there, I feel like remember remember when uh, Brock beat the Undertaker, and they showed that fan with the bulging eyes. 
Right. I feel like yeah. you on some I feel like you on some level became the new bulging eye guy last night because when Kofi Kingston went out and lost to Brock Lesnar in what I think was nine seconds mark, they didn't even get the sponsors graphic off the television before the match was over. Kofi's long reign since WrestleMania, it is over in the flash of an eye. I, I just I mean, before we get to the calls, before we we're gonna unravel this, break it down, get into our thoughts, but I just want to hear what was going Going through your mind when they showed you on the television, slack jawed, jaw on the floor after you're just watching Kofi Kingston lose his belt in a matter of seconds, Mark. Complete and utter shock. I was in I'm I'm it's been a long time since I was shocked like that, where I thought, wait a minute, what is going on? Like it that right. this can't be it. It's not over. They're they're gonna reset. They're gonna something. I, I, I lost for words. I yeah. turned to Bill Goldberg, and Bill had this look on his face like, "Yep, that just <laughs> happened." And I was like, "Oh, <laughs> Bill, you're not helping. You're not helping. <laughs> why? Why? Why?" And, and, I mean, I just I'm saying, did Kobe get a raw deal? Right. Like, I don't know. I, I but I also said I subscribe to the theory. That if you're going to do it like that, that's the way you do it. You you do it in the. I mean, don't mess around with it. Don't play. Like, go ahead and do it. But I really, honestly thought, from what I said on the show yesterday, that Kofi should have rolled out of the ring. Brock should have chased him, and he should have hit Brock with everything in the arena. Hit him with a chair. Hit him with the announce table. You know, run up on the apron, jump off, sure. and give him a drop kick, a missile drop kick from the from the ring to the floor. Like, I mean, anything and everything that there is to give, he should have been able to do that. And then Brock catches him. Yeah. Well. And then the end. But man, it wasn't. Ha <laughs> ha. Nothing. Well, Mark, just run across, get it, bang, it's over. And I was like, yeah, I just couldn't believe it. In an instant. Um, now, I know that you've been following along on social media. We all have the hashtag Kofi deserves better has been gaining steam. I know we're going to be getting plenty of calls <laughs> on this exact subject. Listen, Mark, uh, as the time was clicking down, right, and we had about 10 minutes left in the show, presumably all the talk was, well, is this going to go over? Like, I mean, obviously, I think there was this prevailing feeling that it didn't bode well uh, for Kofi Kingston as we got up against the clock. But even so, Mark, I'm just going to I guess I'll just give you my take and, and you can maybe frame this for me because I'm having a real hard time, okay, getting on the right side of this. I understand that in combat sports, flash knockouts happen. We saw in the MMA space, uh, Conor McGregor knock out Jose Aldo in 13 seconds. I mean, it does happen. There is a precedent there where matches can end quickly. But you understand as well as anyone in the business of professional wrestling, the way that that looks to have that happen so quickly, especially after the run that he has had since WrestleMania, there are a lot of upset fans out there that feel Kofi did deserve better, hence the hashtag. Kofi deserves better. And, and and my thing is this. I I, I would just we knew it was gonna but be. What quick. about we Brock? It, what about Brock? What does Brock deserve? You know, well, people are question. talking about Kofi. Like yeah. uh Brock just lost two back to back pay per views. Yeah. Back to back. What about so you him? feel like so you feel as this is a, a way to reestablish the monster, the beast, the dominance that is uh, Brock Lesnar, a character, a, a wrestler that they have clearly invested a ton of time in and a man that just a few years ago broke the Undertaker streak. Is is that essentially what you're getting at? That this was a That's way exactly to what I'm getting at. Yeah, I, I think yeah. that, you know, you, you, you got to look at it from both sides of the coin. Sure. You know, like storytelling never goes one way. It mm -hmm. never goes one way. You tell a story, any movie. Jaws, any book. Look, look. My my favorite book of all time. I read in the sixth grade. Yeah, I topped early. Where the red fern grows. Sure. And it was a great story. And then there was a big dip. The dog that I love so much dies, protecting the owner. But 
Spoiler alert. This is success at the end. <laughs> it had puppies. And the kid became as loved with the puppies as it did with the mom. But that's what the the story is both way both sides, the good sure. and the bad. And that is what I think that match represented last night. Kofi had an unbelievable positive run. Yes. Inspired millions of kids all around the world because the kids look at Kofi as the underdog. They look at Kofi as a man amongst giants, and his time just ran out. How about that? Stop looking at his color. Stop looking at the fact that uh, Kofi Kingston did some amazing things for people of color. But it's that's not always the issue. Don't make it one issue. It's multi. This is a multi-layered, multi, multi-faceted idea and concept. And and that's what wrestling is. It's about multiplicity, if you will. And you're not wrong in terms of there's still more story to be told, right, Mark Henry? This is presumably, right, this isn't over. I would like to see this story continue. Uh, I mean, you've been in this business a very long time. You are a Hall of Famer. You know Vince McMahon obviously quite well. When you look at the way that this played out, can you see this storyline continue? Can, Can you see another match down the road between Brock Lesnar and Kofi Kingston so he can get back some of that time, so he can uh, avenge this uh, uh, sub-10-second loss on the opening night of uh, SmackDown on Fox? I I think so. And, you know, I just got back from Australia. And I marketed the tour for October 21st, 22nd, and 23rd down under in the WWE Australia tour. Right. The card was Randy Orton versus Kofi Kingston for the world heavyweight title. Okay. Is that telling? Will Kofi be champion again? Or will they change the card and have Kofi run at Brock all the way through that? Because you there, there's nothing that you can do about what I promoted, what I marketed. Yeah. So there's got to be a Kofi Brock, Randy Orton deal coming up in October. Well, guys, you so are. Yeah. Sorry about that, Mark. Go ahead, I, buddy. I, I, I want to see. I want to see what's going to happen in the next couple weeks. Yeah, me too. And we will find out more, obviously, if SmackDown lands here in Las Vegas next Friday. I will imagine we will get a continuation and some firmer ideas of just what the plans are for Brock Lesnar going forward, but this is about you fans. This is your weekend show busted open going six days a week. And speaking of that, Coming up in about 15 minutes, we're going to be joined by your trusted host, the actual host of Busted Open. Dave LaGreca is going to be calling in and chiming in to give his, his thoughts royal on... royal highness. <laughs> That's exactly the correct. The king, <laughs> Prince Jaffe Jaffa. I like it. You see they're making a uh, Coming to, to America. America too. They're making a remake, and, yep. and almost everybody that's still alive is in it. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> We're excited. We're excited. I'm also excited for uh, Eddie's return to stand up. Listen, we can get to that at other shows. But uh, yeah, no, uh, obviously, I want to hear from the listeners out there. Busted Open Nation, 877 Fight 93, 877 Was Kofi done dirty? Or do you understand exactly what Mark Henry is saying? I mean, he made some interesting points there, right? What about Brock Lesnar? What about the fact that Brock, for the last couple of shows, has went out and, and, done, the, and done the job? He's went out and lost and put other people over. On Friday night, he got a big moment where he went out and finished the WWE champion in under 10 seconds. He's a wrecking machine again. The Beast is back. Like what you're hearing? Catch Busted Open live Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156 or on demand with the Sirius XM app. We're going to head out to our style consultant. He is also, well, he's the actual host of Busted Open Radio, Dave LaGreca. Dave, what do you say on Tyson Fury's suit? Styling or not so much? Don't ask me. I'd be wearing jeans and a wrestling t-shirt. <laughs> I, I, I couldn't give you. You know, Ryan, you're much more a uh, fashion connoisseur than I am. 
Yes, well, me, me and my heavy metal shirts and uh, uh, camo shirts, Dave. I think we're actually cut from the same cloth. I just, I, I don't know. I saw, he, he looked like a little, uh, like a, like a, like a, like, a, like a, I don't know, like a James, like a James Bond, uh, uh, Tony Montana. I, I loved it. I loved it. I he loved it. Like but, a, he looked like a super villain, is what he looked like. Yeah, exactly. Which is dope. Big anyway, old anyway, giant villain. <laughs> We will we will put a pause on the style conversation. Dave LaGreca, uh, listen, man, uh, you've been doing this show now for over 10 years. You look back at that debut last night. It felt big. It was big. Obviously, the title changed. There's a lot to get to. But when you look at that debut, when you, when you think about the moment it took to get there, what are your just general thoughts, and what did you think about that debut on uh, Fox last night, pal? Well, it felt big, man. Watching that show, even before, like watching the uh, the carpet show that they had just before, it actually started about 30 minutes before. It had that sports feel. You knew you were about to watch something that was big with the countdown clock and everything. I thought that was fantastic. And it felt like a sports show. And, yeah. and that's something that we talked about, you know, leading up to this is that, you know, Fox was going to bring that sports feel to the WWE. And I think they did that. Even having like Aaron Andrews, and obviously we're going to talk about Tyson Fury and Kane Velasquez. But it had that sports competitive feel to the show. And I loved the new set. The crowd was great. Uh, I love that Vince McMahon was able to come out at the start and kind of give a little bit of a bow because this has been his goal this entire sure. time since he took over the company. And I, I thought the feel of it was absolutely fantastic. And I, and I honestly, it felt like a WrestleMania last night. Yeah, no, I, you know, I, I Dave, agree. I was going to ask you about that, like, when was the last time that you had that nervous feeling in your stomach uh, watching a TV show? You know what? I had goosebumps at the start of that show. Like it, 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 it felt like a WrestleMania. It felt like a, just before a WrestleMania. And you know, Mark, I, I'm sure you being there and being a part of it, you probably had that same kind of feeling. You should be proud. You, you were part of the WWE, still part of the WWE for such a long time. You're one of the reasons that they're able to reach this point. I mean, you oh, should you know, pat yourself on the back a little bit. Every WWE wrestler and WWE superstar should do that. I mean, I never would have imagined that one day a pro wrestling show would be on network TV on primetime. It's crazy. Wow. Yeah, no, Dave, Dave. I got a chance to go up in the booth with all the executives, and mm -hmm. they were very appreciative of, like you said, the work that we've done to get to this point. And, you know, I I did my best to deflect that to the, the, the current talent. But if I did one, I did five or ten videos to fans of the Attitude Era. I mean, they was like, man, can you just call my son and leave a voicemail? Because he won't believe that Mark Henry, like these these are, are Fox executives. They knew wow. who we were, and so I mean, uh, it's it's been a long time coming. I think Vince has has done a great job of planting the seed uh, with mainstream America and with the uh, major networks, and say, hey, look at what we do, and I think we can do as good a job of any sport that's on television. And he was right. And and on top of that, you know, seeing Tyson Fury and seeing Cain Velasquez, you're you're kind of in that mold as well. I mean, we talk about it at the beginning of every show. You know, you're a world champion in multiple sports. So you were able to bring that athletic competitive feel over to the WWE at the time that you made your debut. So it's very similar to, to what we saw last night. There's elements of your game in what we saw on Fox last night. Well, thank you, Dave. I, I I did pat myself on the back. Ryan could attest to that. <laughs> hey, hey, Dave, I'm curious. As we talk about the big fight feel, uh, this is something we kind of talked about to start the show. You, you bring up the pre-show, uh, the pre -show, which I thought is very apt when you look at the way that was presented and then the way the rest of the show unfolded. I brought up the backstage shot, the main event feel, Kofi rolling in his luggage. They're kind of, they did the tail of the tape. Uh, you saw Sean Porter on the, on the blue carpet. There were just, there were all the elements. Obviously, Tyson Fury, Cain Velasquez, and then Ronda Rousey 
arriving last year. Uh, it kind of feels like this was all building towards it. Now, you take in the finale, you take in that main event between Brock Lesnar, right, and Kofi Kingston, the way it ended. Dave, I know there are a lot of people up there that are upset and they're waiting on the phones. We're going to get to them here uh, very shortly, right? But then there is that context, right? There is the context. If we're taking it from a big fight feel, right, and we're looking at this like a new era, which it is, right? It, it's, it's, it's WWE debuting on Fox. It's SmackDown on Fox. This is a big fight feel. It, when you take all of that into factor, right, you, you look at the sub 10 second finish, right? The graphic, the sponsor graphic wasn't even off the screen before the match was done. Yeah. It kind of does make sense that the WWE would kind of want to make it, it not only the big fight feel, but the unpredictable nature of what a main event can mean in combat sports. Is that how you took it? Yeah, I mean, well, first of all, you brought up about, you know, watching Kofi come to the arena and everything that happened before the match. I right. love, like, when the wrestlers were coming to the ring, they showed the little bio, like, how many times they've been champion, you know, what they've accomplished. I thought that was really cool because, again, mm-hmm. I brought the sporting feel. And you and, and Mark were talking about it at the beginning of the show. And, Ryan, you brought it up. Hey, you know, Conor McGregor was able to get a knockout win in seconds. This is this has happened before in combat right. sports. So, you know, something to what we saw last night. Things like that are going to happen. You, you, you know, you see the unexpected. You know, you're you're waiting for a match that, hey, this is this is this is a heavyweight match. This could be forever, and then there, it, there's a knockout punch within a couple of seconds. So, anything can happen in combat sports, and I think they were kind of trying to show that element of it last night. Now, on the other side. I completely hated it, <laughs> but <laughs> but you can understand like what you and Mark were saying that in combat sports that could happen within just a couple of seconds. And example last night. Well, let's Dave. Let's get into why you hated it because there is that hashtag out there. Kofi deserves better. At the end of the day, this is professional wrestling. It, it is not combat. It is not mixed martial arts or boxing yet. Depending on you know the way they want to push this, right? We are as wrestling fans accustomed to a more. This is gonna. I don't know, man. Like, like a more dignified send off. I don't know how you want to like. I don't know how you want to phrase it. But I think that's why people are upset. Why don't you go into your emotions and why you, as you said, hated it? Well, because I, you know, and and Mark did a great job of explaining, like, hey, let's look at it in a match. Let's not look at everything that's happened before. And and you guys talked about Mark Henry. I mean, I I mean, Brock Lesnar as well. When it comes to Brock, hey, the last two big pay-per-views, WrestleMania and SummerSlam, he lost. So you you can't forget about those things. And if he's going to be an unbeatable beast, he really needed that win. I was really looking forward to a competitive match between Kofi and Brock. I think Kofi deserved that. I really think mm-hmm. Kofi over the last five months showed that he is a true champion and he has been outspoken on TV how he needed this match last night to really solidify his championship reign. Now, I wasn't expecting Kofi to win. I don't think anybody was expecting Kofi to win, but I would have liked to have seen a much better match and a much better showing from Kofi Kingston. And what they did last night is they took the spotlight off the pro wrestler and they put it on an MMA fighter. Now, Ryan, you know combat sports up and down. You know the UFC. I don't. So here's the big debut of pro wrestling on Fox and the finish of that show is the spotlight on an MMA fighter who I don't know the background. I think Michael Cole did a good job of explaining the history of Brock and Cain Velasquez, but I don't know who Cain Velasquez is. I'm sure that half the arena last night didn't know who Cain Velasquez is. I mean, here's a guy that's dabbled in pro wrestling over the last year, but he's known as an MMA fighter. And I think in pro wrestling's time to shine, they took the spotlight off of pro wrestling and they put it on the world of MMA. Yeah, no, and I agree, but but I think you would also agree that that that, that landscape is uh, shifting, especially with Ronda Rousey showing up in the WWE and being as successful as she is. It seems like there is, on some level, right, uh, a blurring of those lines. Now, I, we can get back to that, but one thing that you touched on is, is that you felt that that Kofi deserved more and that you wanted to see him have an actual match. Now, this is 
this is interesting, right? Because it did seem on some level that when Cain Velasquez went out there, that there would be a turning of the, the page, right? That the storyline maybe with Kofi is closing. And, and that to me would be a huge mistake. I hope that's not the case. My point is, Dave, I don't know where they're going to go with this. I don't know if Cain Velasquez now becomes the next uh, potential. The company, Brian. I mean, from all reports that I'm reading, he was talking to AEW right. not that long ago. Like he hasn't even signed with the WWE. So I know, I brother, I'm with going. you. I'm, I'm with you. So, what do you think they do? Do you think they? Do you think Kofi finally does get that match, or do you think he gets that chance to actually have a, a proper story being told, at least for for the fans out there? Hashtag Kofi deserves better. I would love it. And again, you and Mark were talking about it, and Mark said that. Hey, this to- this story should continue, and maybe it will, but I don't think it will. I think we saw not the chap. We didn't uh. move on to another chapter. I think they closed the book last night. I mean, I I don't know if we get that ch- another story or another chapter in in Kofi Kingston and Brock Lesnar moving forward. I I, I don't know. Would people want to see Kofi Kingston and Brock Lesnar again after he got just beat the way that he did last night? Ooh, Mark, I don't know the Mark. answer to that. Mark, would you be okay with that if they don't run this back and this is the end of the Kofi reign and this is the end of Kofi versus Brock? Are you okay if it ends on this note in, in just a, a flash of a, a flash of an eye? I'm not okay. No, I'm not okay. I, I want to see more. Okay. I think that um, Kofi does deserve more, but also Kofi had an unbelievable opportunity. You cannot cry foul because Kofi's reign lasted over 180 days. Sure. And he defended night after night after night against the best competition. So what is there to complain about and cry about? This is pro wrestling. He will get another opportunity. Right. Well, I think what you said, I think if well, complaining and people crying, right, is the fact that it did end so quickly and then the story would end that way without Kofi having a chance at revenge, right? If if he didn't get a chance at revenge, then I would be like, okay, he's been dismissed. But that's not happened yet. I mean, we just – it's one night. Yeah. It haven't even it, the, the sun haven't come up yet. Can we well, let the sun come up? Here. That's why why that's why we are here Mark Henry to 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 take on and shoulder that burden. Uh Dave, I want to jump back to you in, in terms of you you brought up a really interesting point right with like Kane Velasquez showing up and and not being signed with the WWE yet. Like it's not actually official. He was still talking to AEW. Did, does that surprise you that that the WWE would seemingly invest so much in a potential story and ending their show in that way with a guy that is, uh, by all reports, not officially signed on the roster yet? I mean, there, there has to be more to it, right, Ryan? I mean, sure. they, they either have to be have, have a deal in place and they're being quiet about it or they're close to making a deal. You don't give somebody that opportunity on your biggest night. Mark and I were talking about it. Like, you can only compare this to the first WrestleMania. Like, it's either last night or the first WrestleMania. It's the biggest night in the history of the company. And then you're going to have this guy end the show on the biggest night. You, you have to have something in place. You can't give them that type of a rope and then not have a deal signed and him walk away. I mean, there's got to be more to this than they're, than they're leading on publicly. There has to be. Yeah, it has to be, and and I, I'm sitting here thinking to myself, they just don't re- don't want to release the terms. Like you, you don't want to say, well, we signed him for X amount of million dollars. Like because nobody wants to hear about money right now. They want to yeah. be, they they want it to be the story of of pro wrestling, not not, you know, how much money you paid somebody. And that's true. Like, like last night wasn't the time to talk about like dollars and cents no. and numbers because, like we've been saying, this whole week has been a celebration of pro wrestling. But I mean, I don't. I, I'm intrigued to see what's going to happen next with Cain Velasquez and Brock Lesnar. But, but you can understand where I, I there's a bit of a disconnect for me. And with Cain Velasquez, there's 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 a disconnect for me as a wrestling fan. Well, that's understandable. Well, I, I don't think, I think yeah, that, I don't think he's Kane, alone in that. Kane also, Dave, 
uh, is a solid wrestler. And um, this he's somebody that can come in, learn the industry just like Ronda, hopefully like Ronda, hopefully like Kurt, hopefully like Shelton Benjamin and Brock Lesnar, and be a solid player for the next five to ten years. If that's the case, then you have a piece that's going to pay dividends in the long run, not in one night. I get Let's it. not but make it all, about one but, night. But we and, and listen, and you're absolutely right. We have to sit and wait and see what happens. But, you know, that's why we're on six days a week now, right? We're on six days a week because we have to react to it. And, like, Ronda Rousey, to me, is a completely different story because she's one of the greatest women athletes of all time, one of the greatest athletes of all time. What she's done for for perception of women in athletics, it, it's second to none. And her coming to, over to the WWE helped what we're seeing now with Charlotte and Becky and Sasha. You know, she she changed the game. Cain Velasquez yeah. is not somebody that's going to change the game. He's an MMA fighter. Am I wrong? As far as here? we know, I, I mean, right now, that's it's, it's, you're making a valid point because it's yet to be determined. But like, what can we let's let's wait a week? No, I, I refuse. I they refuse said no. To wait a week. No, I'm not waiting a week. I want my cake now, and I want ice I cream want to with eat it. it. Now, I want my cake. I want my coffee. <laughs> I want it right now. Dave, are you drinking before- coffee? Hey, Dave, before before we get you out of here, I do want to get your thoughts on, I know we're talking a lot about Brock Lesnar, Cain Velasquez, what that means for Kofi Kingston. Is that storyline dead? I just want to get your feel, right, uh, on the card as a whole, right? This is a two-hour debut with a 30-minute pre-show. It had a million things that we're going to be getting to over the next, you know, couple hours. But just you on a grading system, what did you think about the show as a whole? I, you have to give it an A. There's no yeah. doubt about it. You have to give it an A. I know, I know people, you know, and it, hey, listen, the Cain Velasquez thing, it, it, it's got people talking. You know, whether you liked it or you didn't, people are talking about it. But yep. I think production-wise, the, the spectacle of it, seeing the superstar, seeing Mark Henry, to me, it's without a doubt an A, and the WWE should be proud of themselves for last night. Oh, completely agree. Well said, Dave LaGreca. Dave, listen, what? Are you, why are you even calling into the show? It's your weekend, brother. Go enjoy your weekend. Go with some pierogies. Do it up. Enjoy yourself. Ooh. Take a take a rest, and uh, the nation will see you on Monday morning. All right, pal? All right, guys. Have a great show, man. I'll be listening, and thanks so much, Ryan. You're doing a hell of a job. And, Mark, I love you, buddy. You're the best. Love one. you too, man. If you don't know SiriusXM, then listen up. Commercial-free music plus sports, comedy, talk, and news. They have it all. A lot of people think you need a car to enjoy SiriusXM, but you don't. You can listen outside the car. Right now, you can get your first three months of SiriusXM outside the car for just $1. Just go to SiriusXM.com busted to see offer details and to subscribe. You can listen on your phone, at home, and online. That's SiriusXM.com busted. Offer available to new SiriusXM streaming subscribers. SiriusXM, no car required. Mark Henry, what did you think about The Rock uh, kicking off the show last night? I thought it was unbelievable. And it doesn't matter what you oh, think, you Mark no Henry. Good <laughs> son of a bitch. I'm going to I got I got to be honest. Piss pump. I, I got to be honest. I uh I really didn't want to do that even though we're in completely yeah, different you did. states. It's too yeah, late well, now. I- <laughs> Death is upon you. I'm so scared. I'm literally, I'm like pinching a loaf oh, off right now. I'm, I'm terrified. I was thinking about, uh, you know, I was thinking about maybe I wasn't coming to Vegas next week. Oh, I'm coming. Now I'm dead man. Dead My man walking. going to start playing. As soon as I well, get this off is the a great plane. Way to, this is a great way to kick off our relationship. Get the ass kicked. On the first show. Uh, now I'm scared. You're now I'm terrified. I feel like there, I feel like there has never been. There's no, no, don't, don't pee yourself now. You made your bed laying it. Um, there's, there's never been a louder, longer oh. round of applause and adulation from the crowd that I've heard outside of a WrestleMania than last night. Wow. When, when Dwayne came out, it was a roar for two and a half minutes straight. I'm I'm looking at the clock and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna see how long they're gonna go. Two 
and a half minutes. It's just like a jet engine is what it sounded like in that arena. There is no one. There is no one today that that happens for. It's a travesty because we have unbelievable, outstanding, well-loved, well-respected talent right now. But that kind of respect and love and admiration has to be built over time. It's going to happen again. And it's somebody that we know already. They're an existing talent. Right. It's just not going to happen right now. And The Rock, I mean, we had Hulk Hogan come out, Ric Flair come out, Goldberg, myself, countless other legends. Nobody gets that reaction. Steve Austin in New York, closest I've heard over the last five years, Steve Austin and The Rock, both on the Mount Rushmore wrestling. No questions. With Hogan and, with Hogan and Flair. Yep. Or Undertaker. It's arguable top five. But we know for sure that in the second position, which is kind of the lead position, the George Washington position, is The Rock. The Rock is the, now, is the lead position. Now, you talk about that ovation. It was. I mean, listen, that's one of those ones where, you know, we've been to enough pro wrestling. I mean, you, you're obviously a Hall of Famer, and I've spent, oh, a lot of my life uh, traversing this country and going to different events, whether it be WWE or TNA or ROH or whatever the case may be, right? Heard a lot of ovations in a lot of different places. Hell, I saw the Rock Wrestle House shows in the late 90s in the Midwest, right? That that ovation is palpable, and, and, and that is one of those ovations last night that came through on the television. And, Mark, I, I got to be honest, as I'm watching it and as I see The Rock kind of go off to the side of the stage and he takes in the moment because, you know, The Rock likes to do that. He likes to breathe it in. He likes to appreciate it because we don't – not only do we not get to see him as often as we'd probably like, he doesn't get to see us, I would imagine, as he would probably like. So each time he goes out there, he, he seems to, like, cherish it a little bit more than in years past. And, Mark, I, I just couldn't escape this fact, like, with that ovation, the way he reveled in it, uh, he, we have to see him in another match. Like, I, 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 I know he says he's done. I know he is the biggest thing in Hollywood going. I know he is a behemoth in the entertainment industry. But that live reaction, Mark Henry, you know it as well as anybody. It's a drug, man. And when you go out there and you have that crowd pop the way they did for Dwayne The Rock Johnson, are, are you going to really sit here and tell me, Mark Henry, that that man is done wrestling? Uh, there's way too much money to be made. And how much money is it worth? To, ha- to pay him to be at WrestleMania. Yeah. Um, I think it'll be the biggest amount of money ever spent in the history of wrestling to have The Rock come and perform. I'm not talking about, you know, $1 million or $2 million. Right. Right. I'm thinking that <laughs> it's going to be like a $10 million Ooh. jump to have him perform at WrestleMania. And if you do have him perform at WrestleMania, uh, it's got to be the main event. Right. So, um, man, that's a big conversation to be had. And do you think, I don't think, do you think, I don't think it's do, to be had with me. I think it's to be had with Vince. Well, right. Do you do you think? I mean, like, like you know Vince a little bit, right? A little bit. Do you think that's something he would be willing to do to pay up the biggest contract potentially uh, ever in a WrestleMania match? And, and more specifically, Rock, let, or excuse me, uh, Mark. But, let's but he don't have the, to. He don't. He don't have to, Ryan. He's in bed with Fox. Oh, that's a great point. You 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 say look. He could just leverage that. Yeah. This entertainment budget is not just for me. Mm. This is for us. So okay. how about I, I kick in five and y'all kick in five? 
I like it. Go halfsies. Go halfsies on Dwayne the Rock. Johnson. Let's go halfsies uh, on the Rock. Right? Do you think? Okay. Next question. Do you think the Rock would do it? Do you think with everything that he's got going on with Hollywood, with with ballers, with TV, with his appearances? I mean, this guy is as busy as he's ever been, and you know this as well as anyone, Mark Henry. We are already talking about one of the hardest workers and already one of the busiest men in Hollywood prior to the last five years. So, do you think it's something Dwayne Johnson would do or consider? Yes, I think that you have to think from a milestone situation. The biggest individual pay in history of wrestling, I want to have that. I want to own it. And he could own it. I don't I don't know what the I don't know what the final number is, but I bet 10 million dollars is a pretty damn good start. I mean, especially being that WrestleMania grossed with the international buy rate somewhere around $400 million. Close to 400, like 375. You know what that is? So that's, that's that's that Brinks truck backing up. That's exactly what that is. (laughs) That's exactly what that is. That's the Brinks truck backing up. (laughs) So what's $10 million out of, out of, out of, $378 $378 million. Ooh, now I'm it's excited. Nothing. Now I'm excited. So, now I I'm mean, starting to think of, Yeah, now I'm starting to think of like who could he actually main event with? What are the possible matchups we could see from a return from Dwayne Johnson? Oh, I want it so badly, but listen, we're going to take a quick break when we come back. That's not really the story. I got a little sidetracked. I got I got in my own feelings. I got excited about the possibility of Dwayne Johnson returning Both of to us the WWE, did. right? <laughs> But what do we really want to talk about, Mark Henry? What Dwayne Johnson did for Becky Lynch last night, putting her over in some of the most monumentous of ways, and really how Becky handled herself in the ring with one of the greatest performers of all time. It doesn't come as a shock to us, but when you think about the moment, you think about who she was in the ring with, and the fact as a woman that she once again, I mean, already main event at WrestleMania. This has been a year of the women. Hell, two years of the women. To hold her own in that moment... With Dwayne the Rock Johnson and that crackhead Burger King <laughs> character in the corner with Baron Corbin, it was a, a a memorable moment to say the least. Like what you're hearing? Catch Busted Open live Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156 or on demand with the Sirius XM app. Mark Henry, can I just say, before we get into the rest of the show, how much of an honor it is for me to not only be doing this show with you and for Dave LaGreca to turn over his baby, even if just for a day, but to do this show on a Saturday, on a weekend, coming in the midst of one of the most historic weeks in professional wrestling history. Buddy, this is, uh, I'm having the time of my life. The, the most impressive week in the history of wrestling. No question. It's, no it's, question. There's, there's, I mean, outside of WrestleMania one, what what do you compare it to? Oh, when you, when I mean, you start ter- thinking about the net, you and I yeah. get to call the first Saturday show in busted open history. We a first, a first. How many times in in, in life do you get it to? <laughs> did we get to be a first? Special Not times, many. Mark Henry. Special, special. You know, times. the first that- time you had, the first time as a kid that you eat pizza, the first time as a teenager that you you, you you're in the dark in a movie theater and the girl grabs your hand, and you go, oh, she grabbed my hand. I'm worried course, where this might be going. It leads to it leads to other things. <laughs> but I thought he was going to say something was, else, and I got super. I totally, that was the I next totally, thing. Was, Jeez. <laughs> Don't kill Saturdays already, Mark. I don't. Yeah, Mark. I know. I know that there's. I know that there's kids listening. I'm not gonna go there, guys. Think about Izzy. Hi, Izzy. Think about Izzy. Izzy's listening. Yeah, Izzy said she was gonna call in today. So you know, maybe she. Well, she might have. We're doing. We're actually doing a pretty poor job of going out to the callers. But I mean, listen, listeners. I know you're out there. You're waiting. But what do you want us to do? I can take callers, or we can get to the rest of what was a supremely badass card. And I was just thinking about uh, as we were doing that little. As we were doing that little mock uh, fantasy draft uh, before we went to break in that last hour, I got to be honest, now that I'm actually thinking about it, if we were doing an actual fantasy draft, I feel like I would have been a little bit earlier with some of the NXT guys. I feel like I would have hit Velveteen Dream a lot earlier. Like, if we're building a brand, uh, man, that that is what's so exciting about this upcoming draft. I was going to say Kevin Owens. 
Kevin yeah. Owens was going to be my next one. Yeah. Because yep. after and his I, performance last oof. night, uh, I don't – why Why is Kevin Owens not back in the title picture after last night? Because after last Brother, night, yeah. you could put him in there put him in there with Brock in the ladder match. Boom. Put him in there with Kofi in the ladder match. Boom. Put him in there with AJ Styles, Daniel Bryan. In, name somebody. He would have killed it. He would I have am, killed it. I am so in why complete not? agreement. Why not Kevin yep. Owens? Yep. I actually tweeted this out last night. I said, no offense to any of the athletes out there, but if I had one wrestler to build a company around, it would be Kevin Owens. Unreal work ethic, passion, and professionalism, coupled with a character that can be equally effective as a heel or a face, he needed to be on this show. Uh, Mark, I actually, you're right. I actually forgot about Kevin when we were doing that on-the-spot uh, jazz rendition of the, uh, uh, the upcoming WWE draft. But when you look at Kevin Owens, you look at his value. I, I do talk about him. I mean, it's known, it's been used in the story that he is a family man. But, Mark, you know this man backstage. He is, he keeps his head down. He is so much focused on the character that he presents on the work that he puts out and working well with others but while kind of just like I said keeping his head down and going about his business and then also the fact uh, as I said he is he's one of those very few that is as effective as a heel as he is with a, as a face I can't say that about like Seth Rollins like I, I love Seth but I liked him more as a heel right there were just uh, AJ Styles I like him more as a heel I don't particularly like him as a baby face Daniel Bryan I think is one of those guys that can transcend that can be a great baby face and it can be a great heel as we saw uh, within this last year but that's few and far between and when you take in Kevin Owens's look right he's a little rotund he's a little bit bigger he's got that bearded hipster look coming he feels like the perfect wrestler for 2019 Mark I was so happy he got that shine on the show last night man I, I, I was so so excited last night and you made a good point when you said we didn't we didn't throw NXT in there like the Johnny Gargano's and uh, Walter and Keith Lee and Matt yep. Riddle and the list goes Velveteen. Like there, there's the draft could could be the best draft that's ever been done because yep. of the shocking nature of whatever. What if what if Kevin Owen gets drafted to NXT? Please, please, please let that happen. And I know that would be a downgrade, and, and w- w- p- 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 potentially. A downgrade. W- well, well, hold on, hold on, hold on. When you look at what he, his placement last night on the on on the ladder match in the middle of that card, that historic card, but that could be also just setting up. Right, putting his profile at the upper echelon to put him back on NXT, a brand, and myself included, I'm going to put myself in here, a brand that has consistently put out the best matches, had the most consistent storytelling, and for me, pound for pound, over the last five, six years, Mark Henry, has been the most enjoyable brand on WWE programming. And one of the large reasons for that was the precedent, the likes of Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens, Finn Balor, who has made his return, right? That they made on NXT to see him return, quote-unquote, home would be a joy to me i would love to see that mark henry and it would be it would mean that there would be no third show yep there's you you all the shows would be wwe yep they would be wwe it wouldn't be there's that we we talked about that and, and gabby even said you know let's where where would there be a placement is there a conversation for a number one show? I don't think so, Gabby. I don't think, and I—I I mean, I'm—I'm I'm saying this like one with all 100% honesty. I do not think that there is such a thing as the number one show because you don't think, you don't think SmackDown's the A show, Mark Henry. I don't. I don't think that you, you've had Raw um, house a lot of the. Um, not only is it the longest show in wrestling history and in episodic television history, right? Um, it's had just as many special moments, or um, well, it's had more special moments than SmackDown has. And sure. you look at the history of the wars. The, I mean, through the Attitude Era, s- since before the Attitude Era, uh, Raw has sparked uh in the, in, the, in the minds and hearts of all of us as kids and we've grown up to be adults 
and Raw is still the focal point of our week. Monday, SmackDown was on UPN. SmackDown went to USA. SmackDown has moved around. Now it's on Fox. Fox might be the home for the next 10, maybe 15, maybe 20 years. But that's yet to be seen. Raw is raw. It's been there, tried and true. I don't think that you can say SmackDown is the number one show because it's moved to the prime time on Fox. I think that what you're saying is now you have an equal footing, an equal entity that is going to challenge for supremacy of mm-hmm. who is the the best show for the WWE. But now that we have a Wednesday show and Finn is slated to be on that show. Right. And then the draft is coming and you never know what might happen. What if they draft Randy Orton? Is, do you know? I mean, do we know? Is is NXT going to be involved in the draft? I'm not sure, but I'm I would think so. Potentially, I think well, that's, I'll, that's, I'll, that's I'll, something. Yeah, that's something to, t- to ask. Yeah. Well, get Vince on the phone. What are you get texting him? Hey, Vinny, what's what are the plans for the draft? Let me ask you this, uh, because you know we're talking about what is the A show or whatever the case may be. I, I think. Just by definition, when you move Michael Cole over, you move Graves over, you make that. I mean, you have the Rock debut. When you move Cole, when you move the broadcast, and you kind of say that this is the A guy, the voice of the A show, I feel that there are things that kind of highlight SmackDown being the A show, but then there's this other factor, right? What even defines an A show? Because I think I set it up when I was talking about the last five or six years. The last five or six years, the place that I go to in the WWE realm, right, for professional wrestling, the style that I enjoy, in-ring storytelling, stories yeah, that go on for half a year or three-quarters of the year, as we saw with Ciampa and Gargano, which I love, mm-hmm. right? NXT for me is my A show. So it's like you can't define to me what show you like better. I think it's personal preference all the way down the we're line. We're preaching the same thing. Yeah. We're, we're saying the exact same thing. And, Gabby, what do you think? I mean, I, I, I value your opinion. And I, I want to see both of us on the same page. And there's no pressure for you to join us. If you disagree, you disagree. It's hard for me to say. Uh, I think if we're talking weekly, SmackDown was by far the A show for me this week. But if we're talking longevity, I, I'm not 100% sure it's going to stay that way. You, you know what I'm saying? So I might agree with you on that. But I'm an, I'm a newer fan too, so you have to understand this is I just started watching every single one of these shows, and we have new product now. You know, mm-hmm. you're bringing back these people that I knew about just because of who they are too in Hollywood, not even from the wrestling standpoint of everything. So for me, the A show is 100% SmackDown. Yeah. Because it, they brought back legends that I only knew because of how big they were. And they brought, you know, a family feel. Like I said, it was entertaining from the first minute to the last minute. I'm not sure it's going to stay that way for me for next week. Um, but I think as of now, SmackDown stood out on a different level this week. And I don't think there's even a question about it. If it stays that way, I'm not 100% sure. But... It wouldn't be the worst thing if it did. And I think being on Fox on Friday nights and talking about it on a Saturday morning and, you know, people being able to not be sitting at work on a Saturday and talk about wrestling and enjoy it late at night on a Friday because they don't have to get up the next day. That's a huge deal. You know, you're watching it in a different guise. Now you just got to get up early to join us. So uh, we're messing with your weekend a little (laughs) bit, but hopefully out there you appreciate, uh, well, as much as we do. It's all about passion, right? Thanks for listening. Catch us Monday through Saturday on Busted Open from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM. Fight Nation, Channel 156. The Busted Open Podcast. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. 
So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.